Hey Hardies, you're listening to the Hardies Hotline, your connection to Hope Valley, hosted by me, Casey, and my friends Caroline and Cammie. A special thanks goes to our friend Brian Bird for letting us use the music on our show. Without further ado, grab a scone from Abigail's and enjoy! Hey Hardies, welcome back to the Hardies Hotline, your connection to Hope Valley. This is going to be a good one today. We have... Oh boy. Oh boy. We are so excited. I know I teased this a little bit on the Instagram stories a few weeks back and I said, we might be talking to someone. Yes. And one of you guessed correctly. Oh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> one one of them guessed correctly one of you guessed correctly lots of great guesses lots of people that we really would love to have so keep you know keep tweeting yeah. or do whatever you need to do to let the fans the folks them know. yeah let them know we want to talk to them but um <clears throat> Kristen hardy <clears throat> you are correct <coughs> um yay but, Kristen yeah so we have we have Hope Valley's signature redhead. <laughs> Yay! Yes. Molly Sullivan, Johanna Newmarch herself. Let's get her on the line. All right, let's get her. Hi, Joanna. Thanks so Hi. much for coming on the podcast. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. So it's been a crazy year. And a crazy year plus kind of. So <laughs> yeah. how have you been, how have you been coping with the pandemic and everything? Yeah. What have, well, what have you been doing to keep yourself busy? Did you pick up, pick up any hobbies or anything like that? Yeah. Well, I wish I could say, I have so many friends who've like written three novels and learned a new language and, <laughs> wow. I, you know, and I, yeah, and I'm over there going, Oh, wow. Okay. I, I I'm feeling um, like <laughs> I got to step up my game here. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I've spent a lot of time. Uh, I've, I'm very fortunate in that my family has a property uh, on one of the Gulf islands off the coast of Canada Uh, And they're known for their absolute majesty and beauty. And so I've been very fortunate to be able to sort of sequester away for, you know, for the majority of the lockdowns. And obviously when I wasn't back in, in, uh, you know, in bigger cities filming. Um, So I've been very grateful for that. I've been just trying to spend a lot of time just really being present and just, you know, spending time in nature, spending time, you know, watching a sunrise, drinking a cup of coffee, enjoying my dog, you know, reading, Uh, you know, obviously I find probably, I probably read a little bit too much of the news just because you know you want to keep your finger on the pulse of everything that's happening in the world uh for better or worse uh mostly worse right now unfortunately um yeah and so yeah I mean I I like everybody I, I did a lot of escaping into into wonderful television shows which I love anyway I mean I'm always like oh it's research you know I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> oh, right. absolutely research. it's part of my job um <laughs> but yeah but so yeah I, I, I really enjoyed some wonderful shows and you know the luxury of of the time of to do that. Um, I've spent some time connecting with my family who I, you know, when we're all busy working so much, we don't get to see, spend as much time with our loved ones. So um, my family, you know, is also on the Gulf Island. So that was very special. Um, you know, and then a lot of the time you're, you're kind of reaching out to friends and family and just supporting each other and, you know, just sending off a text or a phone call just to make sure that, you know, everybody in your community, so, you know, everybody seems to have good days and bad days. And fortunately mm-hmm. they seem to compliment your good days or bad days. So, you know, when a friend needs something, you've got a little something to give. And when you need something, they've got a little something to give. So there's, you know, it's been really, um, really touching actually to see how many people in my community have really looked out for each other, even if it was only virtually. 
Um, there's been a lot of, I mean, the, I think the, the creative community of which I'm a part is, is, you know, they're, um, they're generous and empathic and, and, and kind. And they're, you know, really, uh, you know, that because I think actors spend a lot of time exposing themselves through a character, you know, in front of strangers on a film set. Um, I think that probably one of the, the good things about being an actor is it kind of, um, you're probably a little bit more forthcoming about, you know, your own personal struggles because, you know, you, you're spending time trying to understand the human condition, hopefully, and mm -hmm. that sort of translates to how you, you know, interact with the world, I would hope. And so I feel like our community is really open about mental health and people, you know, really being open, trying to be open with their struggles and like just everybody letting everybody know that they're not alone. And, you know, it's, it's been actually really touching. Um, you know, I think that's the thing, whenever there's any times of crisis, you know, it brings out the best and sometimes, unfortunately, the worst in people. But um, I've seen a lot of the best come out uh, during this pandemic. So that's a very long winded answer to your question. But it's actually been really touching to see how much time and energy people have spent on making sure that people are doing OK. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. because it's, you know, for like for, you know, for people who have who live who live with, you know, family, that's wonderful. But I have a lot of friends who are stuck in an apartment alone for much of last year and. Right. That's really hard, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that is one thing I've noticed about, like, community, whether it's a, the Hardys community or our own personal communities, I feel like there have been um, a lot more empathic people. Yeah. And we have been talking a lot more about you know, mental health and anxiety, which is yeah. great. Um, so it's good to hear that you've had a community to rally around you and you've been able yeah. to depend on those others. Absolutely. And also one of the other hallmarks of, of the acting community is people's amazing sense of humor. So, you know, along, <laughs> along with the wonderful empathy and love and support, there's been, you know, a lot of fantastic, you know, humor used as a coping mechanism, you know, right. I have absolutely enjoyed some, uh, you know, from whether it be a silly meme or a funny video that someone posts, it's been really delightful. So. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got to know best show that you've watched during this time oh goodness okay oh um oh i should have i should have come up with that quicker um ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh, there, there's been so many of them gosh uh the ooh, one i did recently which was quite dramatic i think it was shot in toronto was um the nicole kidman one called i think the undoing oh, so, oh i quite, heard about that quite a dramatic thriller I, I enjoyed the performances i think what i really enjoyed about that one was getting to see hugh grant uh, play a very different character than what we're usually seeing him, the rom sort of, you know, the, mm -hmm. you know, sort of cute British rom-com guy, but he's, right. he's a very fantastic actor. So I really, as an actor, I really enjoyed uh, watching him do a very different kind of role. Mm -hmm. um, oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. I'm drawing a blank. I've seen so many of them. They're all just washing into each other. Um, I did <laughs> enjoy uh, an HBO show called Lovecraft Country. Um, Lots of issues brought into that one. Uh, it's quite an interesting supernatural story with, you know, historical issues and, and race relations. It's, it's quite an extraordinary show. Uh, again, phenomenal actors. Um, I, tend to, I tend to be drawn to shows to watch partic for particular performances, performances that I'm interested mm -hmm. in watching. So, yeah, those, uh, those two shows really delivered from an acting point of view. Yeah. yeah. Great. That's awesome. Well, Johanna, we would love to get to know you a little bit better. Um, how do did you get into acting if you don't mind telling us oh of course yeah my pleasure well I was um from about the age of seven uh to my late teens I was a very uh passionate uh dancer so it was predominantly classical ballet um I took that wow. very seriously and you know I did a little bit of modern and jazz on the side but it was predominantly ballet and uh 
yeah, I, I loved it, but I think I got to an age when I realized that maybe the physical stresses of being a dancer mm -hmm. might not lend themselves and to longevity. I think I, from a young age, I was, I could, I th think I could see the writing on the wall that maybe as a dancer, your actual career is probably, let's say over when you're, you know, what in your forties, you just, cause yeah. it's so challenging physically. Um, and right. then you become, you become a teacher or what, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think I could see the writing on the wall there. And as much as I enjoyed it, um, I was able, I think around the age 15 or 16 to start dabbling in acting. I could, you know, once you're a performer, kind of always a performer. So I naturally sort of segged into, I, I started uh, you know, doing a few classes and booking a few roles and started to really, really enjoy that. So I decided that I was going to start pursuing that more pro as a professional, uh, you know, avenue rather than dancing as much as I've always, I love dancing and will always love dancing, but mm -hmm. yeah. Oh. Well, I can see you as a ballerina. Oh, well, thank you. That's a very <laughs> kind thing to say. Well, I was just going to say, I would love to see Molly on the dance floor. Oh, yeah, let's wonderful. see Molly cut a rug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will let John Tinker know that you said that. <laughs> John, the Hardys want to see me dance, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe Two we'll witnesses coming, right here. Maybe yes. we'll be coming into the Charleston in a few seasons or something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something to see. <laughs> so fun. And all of that very provocative music that's happening in the saloon, you know. <laughs> Goodness me. My, when Florence pulls down her, her jacket, very provocative. It's one of my favorite lines in the entire, I just, I could watch that. I laugh every single time. Yep. Yep. I, right? Perfect. Well, Loretta is just, she plays that character so perfectly oh she's fantastic <laughs> I adore Florence as a, as, a, as, a, as a viewer I adore Florence yeah. Yeah. yeah well one of our favorite questions to ask our guests is favorite non-hallmark project that you've ever been involved in and favorite hallmark project that is not when calls the heart because right. obviously that would be the answer but obviously yeah. <laughs> yeah. um oh gosh well i have to say one of the projects that was non-hallmark that i had the most fun on uh, and it might not come to as a surprise to, to to someone who's um listened to me before um it was cinderella story the uh, christmas wish of course it was just <laughs> so much fun fun to get to play um, excuse me i'm slurring i've got my invisalign in here you're good no, i'm not drunk um, um, pulls flask out. Um, uh, it was just such a delight to play such an iconic character. Um, right. you know, I mean, you know, the wicked stepmother, come on. I mean, I know there's been a hundred different versions of her, but it is such an iconic character that as an actor to be able to bring sort of your own version of that was, mm -hmm. was an honor. Um, and just so much fun. Um, the the writer director Mich uh, Michelle Johnson Sellers um, she did such a great job you know writing the character that it was really easy to just step into her shoes and bring her to life mm -hmm. so that was just so much fun I mean every time I would drive home from set I mean I'd be exhausted but I would I would just go this I'm getting paid for this this is the best you know like, <laughs> you know, those, you know yeah. those those pinch me jobs you know mm -hmm. oh yeah. yeah oh yeah and she was such a she's such a train wreck it was just so it was just <laughs> so much fun to play such a hot mess you know yeah, yeah. she really was yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, and the, the two leads from LA, uh, Greg Salkin and Laura Morano, I have to give a shout out to them. They were just delightful human beings. They're mm -hmm. really exemplary as as young actors. Just how they mm -hmm. conducted themselves on set. They were 
not even, you know, they were completely down to earth, grounded, no, no diva behavior, completely professional, oh, very, very fun and engaging and warm and lovely to work with. So I just had to give a shout out to them. It was a real yeah. pleasure to work with them. That's awesome. They're probably very, very honored that you would say that because as a young actor, that to hear something from somebody who was much more seasoned in the craft would it would be just really <laughs> so I know that that would mean a whole lot to them well I'd be honored that anybody would care what I would think but I remember I remember thinking at the time when I was working with them because I do um I, I sometimes I teach um children uh, younger people acting it's a it's just a passion of mine on the side mm -hmm. and uh and I remember thinking to myself you know I really wish I could bring my class to this set to watch Greg and Laura work and conduct oh. themselves because it's it would be this I would I, I would say to them like okay kids watch this is how it's done this is mm -hmm. how a young person who's doing everything right in the industry conducts themselves so yeah, mm. yeah. so what about your um your favorite home oh sorry gosh yes <laughs> My favorite, my favorite, my favorite. Okay. I While you're thinking, my yeah. daughter loved you in Project MC Squared. Oh! <laughs> well, another villain. The villains are so much fun. They are. They're so much fun. And again, that was such a fun show to be on. Um, yeah. And, and, the, and the, 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 the young, my young castmates on that show were, again, just delightful girls. So, yeah. Young, young ladies, I should say. But thank, tell your daughter, thank you for watching. I'm honored. I um, will. Yeah, you know, I think probably one of my, you know, I, I've had a lot of fun on the garage on garage sales because mm -hmm. you know I get to work with Kevin. He's just a delightful. My husband Kevin is great. He's just a, a, jo a joy to be with, and we just yeah. laugh our laugh our butts off whenever we work together. Um, <laughs> you know, and that was a great show to be on for for many reasons. Um, but I think probably one one of the ones I enjoyed the most recently, just because it was such a different, I, I haven't had the opportunity to play that kind of character uh, more recently in my career, was um, Haley Dean. Um, the, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got to, you know, I got to play a, a, a nurse who was really struggling with some stuff in her personal life. And, you know, it was nothing glamorous, hair pulled in a ponytail, no makeup, mm -hmm. but, you know, it was um, really pared down role. Uh, and, uh, um uh, the cast were wonderful on that show. And I got to work again with Viv, who I absolutely mm -hmm. adore. I've known him for years in the community. And Aww. I just, he's just one of my favorite humans. He's just such a, such a generous and incredible human. So, uh, to be on set with him was j really delightful. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, the lead was phenomenal. She's just, a, she's also an absolute gem of a woman, um, Kelly Martin. Um, so yeah, so it was fun for me to work specifically with Kelly and Viv and be directed by a gentleman by the name of um, Alan Harmon, who I'm a big fan of personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. um, it was one of the, it was just one of those sets where you looked around and even the, the even the people who were guests during that episode were, were just happened to be people that I'd known forever. It was just, so you're sitting around in the green room talking to people you've known for 20 years and they're, you know, they're, <laughs> they're such fantastic actors. And then you get to go, you know, play with Kelly and Viv and be directed by Alan. And I just, I just sat there going, this is great. This is, yeah. really great. <laughs> and, and I got to actually be able to sink my my teeth into you know some some you know one particularly you know sort of challenging scene, and that was fun as an actor mm -hmm. to be a little bit more challenged, yeah. you know, in that right. Sure. Yeah. 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 I loved you in the more recently the Martha's Vineyard. 
Oh, did you? Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Yes. That oh. was really fun for me. I mean, that just... I, well, that was one of those ones I genuinely think you didn't see that coming, did you? That, that it was us. No. No. <laughs> no. I, I thought no. they did a really good job. You know, because let's be honest, you know, some shows, you know, no matter what the mm-hmm. genre are predictable or a little yeah. bit more, you can see it coming a mile off. But I think they did a really great job of, not, of that. They did. not obvious that we were the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. did have me guessing. I, I Because you were on it, I was like, oh, I bet you she's it. Be- but then I was like, but I kept double guessing myself just because yeah. it did such a good job. The only reason why I guessed you is because it's, you know, as a hearty, I was like, I, I, I got to say, but um, I, I, I really, really loved that movie. It was oh, so you. fun. And my husband liked it too. Oh, that's oh. Nice. That's <laughs> yeah, and I think that's, that's a testament also, I think, to the leads. They do such a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, Sarah Lind and uh, Jesse Metcalf. I think they, yeah. they have a great chemistry and I think they do such a great job. So I, and it's nice to see that that show, you know, it was in its, I think it was only in, in its first few episodes mm-hmm. when, when I did it. And it's nice mm-hmm. to see that it's carrying on. So that's, that's great to hear. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've definitely shot a few more of those. But thank you so much, Casey. That's really kind. It really yeah. means a lot to me. It was it was really fun to shoot. Um, they shot that in Victoria, actually, which is just Ooh. off. I don't know if you know anything about the geography of the West Coast, but there's mm-hmm. Vancouver, and then there's a big island right off the coast of Vancouver called Vancouver Island. Mm-hmm. Right. And actually, the capital of our province, you know, similar to a state, is is Victoria. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the seat of Parliament and everything, and it's a stunning city. And I've lived there, and so it was actually so much fun to get to work there because I I was shooting when you know we were shooting when calls, and I was shooting another show, and I would drive to the helijet and jump on the helijet and like fly over the fly over this like incredible west coast scenery to land in victoria and mm-hmm. it was just so much fun so yeah tough break wow. i know right <laughs> yeah lost business <laughs> yeah you i know, kind of like, wondered where it was filmed so that's yeah. that's interesting to know yeah, yeah. yeah. filmed in victoria and and um because you know it has the sort of you know the, the idea of martha's vineyard vineyard mm-hmm. you know in, on the east coast of um, the states you know it's, it's very much a waterfront community so i think they could sort of find the, the, the places they needed to emulate that in Victoria mm-hmm. quite well. Yeah. It's just water everywhere. They're everywhere <laughs> you turn in Victoria, it's water. It's just stunning. Oh, wow. It's, it's a stunning city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, there, you know those moments in your job where you just like, everything's lining up and you're sitting there in the helijet and it's like the sun is setting and it's looking over the, oh, the, the islands and you're like, this is a moment of real gratitude. I'm really- Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh man! And and the the gentleman who played my husband, um, and Matthew Dryden, um, he he was, yes. he, you know, he's a piece of he's a hunk of man candy, so that was fun. And, uh, and he's don't also, mind looking at that all day. <laughs> and he's also just a lovely man. So that was it was really a pleasure to get to know him and work with him because mm-hmm. that was our first time playing together. So oh, oh fun! fun. <laughs> yeah. So Cammy, shall we jump into When Calls the Heart and talk about Let's. Molly Sullivan? Let's please talk about Molly Sullivan. Yes. <laughs> All right. So your the first big storyline for Molly is in A Telling Silence. And I have oh. to say, this was episode <laughs> three, right? Two, yeah. three, three. Three. So um, as we had talked before we started recording, I had binged this and I just had my daughter and I was like, sobbing during this episode but it was so it was so good and so compelling and um even watching it back now five years later um you should have heard us older I mean we were just gushing over (laughs) you should have heard us when we were when we were recapping this episode we were like oh Johanna was so fabulous in this scene oh do you remember how what she was crying and just the 
desperate look in her eyes and oh Rosaline Mamie was just so oh man we (laughs) yeah we were we we were over gushing here but um can you tell us a little bit more about what it was like filming such an emotional episode especially for the show that hadn't been picked up I mean it wasn't shown to anybody there there was no fan base um what was that like well, it was such a joy because, you know, Michael Landon Jr., uh, I don't know if any of you have ever had the pleasure of interacting with him um, virtually or in person, Not but he's, he's, he's a, just a lovely human being. He's a mm-hmm. really special We've man. We've heard that. We've heard yeah. that yeah. many and so, times. And, you know, and it was so special, you know, because uh, prior to When Calls, I'd only had, I'd had a couple experiences um, playing in the world of, of, you know, period filmmaking, but... Mm-hmm. To be able to walk onto the Jamestown set and to, you know, to be in, you know, semi-authentic period clothing and try and inhabit that world, it was, it was just so special because as you said, it was like this new special thing that we were all doing. And, you know, the, the, the cast of women, um, there was such an amazing, you know, female-centric uh, cast and storylines. You know, and then the, you know, just the art direction and when we were in the coal mine, the like how they pulled off the coal mine to this day as an actor, I was just, I will never forget just the feeling of being in there, half the acting was taken care of because just you were just there in this dark place imagining what it would have been like for people in those in that day and age to work and live in this yeah. such mm-hmm. a horrifying um you know place. Yeah. So so it was it was just a really special time. And as I say, Brian was um uh, pardon me, um Michael, Brian was also around, but Michael uh you know was such a such a a kind and empathic director for actors, you know, because he'd come from a lineage of his father was mm-hmm. obviously, you know, the, a very iconic actor, you know, on a very iconic period show. And so I think he has a lot of love and empathy for, for actors. And just the way he directed us was, you know, it just gave you whatever, just that one little, little note you needed when you needed it and, you know, kept a light touch, but, but, but a very, just, I don't know, I found working with, we worked very, very well together. Um, some directors, you just have that chemistry with, you know, they don't need to say much, but when they say it, you're like, oh, boom, got it. Thank you. That's super helpful. And then, you know, cause they're the one staring there, you know, you're the one acting your heart out and then they're, they're the ones watching the mount monitor. And sometimes they can just right, give you right. a little note that just really helps um, something settle. So yeah, I just really enjoyed working with Brian mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed my female castmates. And I just, it was a very special time. It felt very special. Um, it's always felt special, that mm-hmm. show. But, th- but that, that first season just had that sense of that we were doing something new. And I think we all knew it was special. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that it's gone to, into, you know, the, the popularity that it has, none of us could ever have anticipated that. But I think we all had a sense that we were doing something very cool. Mm-hmm. And it felt cool and it felt special. And, and I just remember every time I would be driving out to Jamestown, I would just go, this is, this is cool. Um, yeah, and, and I, I say just the ensemble. The ensemble was really a very alive. Uh, I mean, it's always been alive, but it was very tangible that that, as you say, that first special season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, doing that episode, it was you know, it was beautifully written. And as a mother, as you say, no acting required. I mean, you just need to think about your child going missing, and you're just you're just devastated, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been very fortunate in my life not to have too many panic moments, but I had about five minutes once as a mother where it was just a series of miscommunications um, where I didn't where I had called somewhere in the evening and expected that my daughter was there. And they were like, Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know where she is. And it was, it was like too late for that to be the answer. <laughs> and so I remember for about five minutes, it was just an innocent misunderstanding, but for about five minutes, I literally did not know where my child was. Mm-hmm. And you know, she was a whatever 13 or 14 year old vulnerable girl, you know, and she had been on public transit or whatever, you, you know, cell phones, you, it was one of those circumstances yeah. where I just didn't yeah. know where she was. And I was, it was only for about five minutes. 
And I remember feeling semi-hysterical. Do you know what I mean? And so, I mean, fortunately it was nothing and it got resolved very, very quickly. So I'm extremely grateful for that. But I'm just saying as a human, I've only had, you know, a very brief taste of that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even though Rosaline wasn't missing for that long, as as you can imagine as mother, like back in the pioneer days, like, is she in the woods? Did a a bear get her? Did she fall off a cliff? Like the, the primal panic of that is so palpable right mm-hmm. yeah so so all i'm saying guys what i'm trying to say is you know uh, michael landon created this beautiful set where we were supported as actors the script was there and then the atmosphere was was you know so beautiful just being out in jamestown mm-hmm. you really did mm-hmm. feel like you were in that time and place so put all that together and stir it in a pot and 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 there you go it was it was just such a pleasure to just slip into that world to do those scenes um, mm-hmm. and just bring you, try to bring your authentic self to them. So I'm, it makes me I'm very, very happy that they touched you. It means a lot to me. Thank you for that. Oh, it, it touched us. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's putting it very lightly. Aww. All right, let's, let's talk about Molly's past romances because she seems to be a jumping off point for several Right, several characters. You're she welcome. Was... You're welcome. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she was Lee's fake girlfriend. Yep. To get Rosemary jealous, yep. and then something almost started with Carson. Right. You know, I mean, yep. you were fanning yourself and yep. everything. Yep. You know? <laughs> I mean, again, he's a tasty. He's a tasty fella. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, you, um, it, it seems that you are the one who helps them get back into the swing of things. Yeah. Was yeah. Uh, so we we obviously know that with Lee, it was to make Rosemary jealous to get yes. to get her back with yeah. Lee. Yeah. With Carson, was that testing the waters to see if that would work between the two of you, or was it a way to? get him into back into the land of the living. You know, it's funny you should ask that because I honestly, and I would tell you if I knew anything differently, when, while sometimes when you're in the middle of a season, you, you, you're actually not even privy necessarily as an actor. To that to, information? Well, you, yeah, either the script hasn't been written or you, uh-huh. just, or you just don't know, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. they're writing as they go. And, yeah. uh, and I, yeah, I mean, I think they, I think it, I think it played um, a couple, you know, a, a couple roles. I think, you know, it, um, you know, allowed us to know, to learn a little bit about, you know, that there was some pain in Carson's past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was relatively new to the town at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it was one of those fun little, oh, is this going to happen? You know, I, I, I was never, I don't think it was ever anything like, oh, we didn't like their chemistry. I think it was just something that happened and they played with, and then his whole storyline went another direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I do, and I do, I actually, I have a lot of very close male friends in my life and I very, I really value uh, the platonic friendship of men. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I actually really like that Carson and Molly are friends, like good friends now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah, I just, I just think that's also a fun dynamic that, you know, that, it, that, that the community has room for, you know, romances and friendships, you know, gender, gender mixed gender friendships mm-hmm. that are genuine. Um, you know, I, I, I'm still waiting for the meatloaf recipe. So I'm a little bit salty <laughs> about that. But, um, <laughs> so I can't say, I actually, I, I actually can't say that I know. I, I just think, you know, they, 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 I remember one of the network executives coming up to me at the HFR and, and talking about how much they enjoyed that scene. So I know uh-huh. everybody was happy with it, but I think they just had, you know, different, 
his his arc, his storyline just mm-hmm. went in, went a different sure. way. You know, and it's been such a you know such a wonderful, rich one with Andrea and Faith. So yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's kind of the fun part too, because he was he was new. I mean, it, his story was an open book, you know. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. But I think they were kind of gone anywhere. Yeah, they were kind of just feeling it out as they went, and then they yeah. you know, and then that character, and yeah. So it's I mean, as as it as it should be, it's been a wonderful storyline. But yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was fun. It was it was really fun to have that little. Well, maybe. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's a fantastic gif of you fanning yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's so funny? I had totally not planned that. It was one of those wonderful in actor moments that just happened. And the director was like, oh, heaven, we're keeping that. (laughs) I love Dottie saying to Molly, say something. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. (laughs) I know. That's one of my favorite moments that um, Erica Carroll, who's actually a dear friend of mine, that that was actually one of my favorite Dottie and Molly moments ever for sure. Oh, it's great. (laughs) And we've we've all been there in real life, you know, with a girlfriend who's crushing on a boy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't be an idiot. Say something. Say something. (laughs) And we've all been the idiot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you have zero chill. Your chill is completely gone. And yeah. you're, yeah, just yeah. you're, you're blubbering, you're blubbering or you're saying nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or go- just gawking, like. But yeah, I think that's also, I mean, and I'm, I'm just sort of turning the conversation to a slightly different direction but that's actually one of my favorite things about Molly is that I've been afforded such a wide range of you know acting opportunities from episode three of season one to all this wonderful comedy you know and this slight sort of you know uh, flirty stuff comedic Mm -hmm. stuff and then you know gossipy stuff and it's just been so much fun it's it's been such a rich eight years for me as as an actor so Mm -hmm. yeah so grateful Yeah, we definitely see that growth in Molly and the different, um, the layers to her. So that, that's, that's just fun as a viewer, especially because you've been there since literally day one. Right. Thank you. You yeah, are, you are cool. the very first star on the show to be on our podcast that has been there from day one. Oh, so. what an honor. What an honor. <laughs> so OG, it was very OG. exciting for yes. us. We said, oh my goodness, we are getting somebody to come on the podcast who has been here from day one. This is amazing. Oh, that's so fun. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I, I sort of forget that sometimes, but mm-hmm. you're right. It is day one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so speaking of season one, I know one big question a lot of Hardys have is, where's your daughter? Where's Rosalie? Yeah, <laughs> now, I, I believe, yeah, and I believe um, Mamie, that's how you pronounce her name, yes, correct? Yes, Mamie, yes. She, I know she take, she was auditioning for Anne of Green, Anne, Anne with an E, I think it was. Uh, such a wonderful to, show. During that, um, yeah. during that time period. And I think maybe she had taken other pieces, but her yeah. character obviously I know. is I know. somewhere. Where do you I, think you know, it is? <laughs> I, I, I feel like, you know, maybe she went to boarding school, uh, oh. got university. I mean, how old is she now? <laughs> She's, she would have. Old you know, enough. Yeah, especially old enough. for back then. Yeah, exactly. Back mm-hmm. then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she would be old enough to go to university for back then. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but I, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I feel like you never know. John Tinker is such a w- wonderful and creative um, writer. And 
he's pulled so many things from past you know episodes and kind of brought them into the to, like he's he's referenced he's he, he's a man who knows the show and he's he's referenced some some wonderful through lines so um, oh yeah. we are gonna eat that up oh, I, <laughs> oh yes honestly I'm, honestly I'm so excited for season eight you guys it's just gonna be such a wonderful season um oh for, the, for the audience but but I, I what I'm trying to say is I feel like there is maybe some opportunities for 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 storylines that sort of fizzled out to maybe you know get new life I, I, mm-hmm. he's he's thrown out all kinds of wonderful ideas for season nine so who knows i mean maybe maybe we'll see rosaline again wouldn't that be wonderful because that she's, would be amazing she's such a wonderful uh actress and just a lovely mm-hmm. girl so that would make me very happy yeah and i you um molly mentions her like really fast and passing when Jack is talking about the bear and Flomo runs into the mercantile yeah. and you say something about Mal or, yes. or about uh, Rosaline. Yeah, I Rosaline giggling about that, like, oh, yeah. she's still here somewhere. Yes. <laughs> Apparently she hasn't forgotten about her own child. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rosaline said she heard something at the door. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I know. I, I, I appreciated that they, that they put that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so since telling silence, Molly's storylines have kind of lightened up. So what would you say is your favorite um Molly or Flomo moment? Oh gosh. Um I did really enjoy playing with um Kevin for the when we were, you know, toying with Pascal. That was that was really fun. Yeah, that was really, really fun. And obviously I really enjoyed um playing with you know that little the little storyline I had when when um I showed up unbeknownst to Carson working for him. Um that was fun too. That was really yeah. fun. So you yeah, I said both I, of my favorites. Oh yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those those were really fun. I mean, and flow-mo, so many of my favorite flow-mo moments are literally just little tiny moments we've had or just where I watch them, you know, in the moment when you're shooting them, you're kind of like, okay, well, I hope that worked. You know, the pace of shooting is so, everything's so happening so fast and you're just sort of right. doing your best and hoping it all comes together. And then sometimes when when I see something on the screen, it's almost like um, something being greater than the, the sum of its parts. Like there's Loretta and then there's me, but you put us together and there's almost something bigger than both of us in in those two characters coming together. And I think that's, and sometimes it's, I don't even see it necessarily while I'm doing it. It's, mm-hmm. it's only after, and then I see it in a GIF or I see it in something that someone comments that I go, that's funny. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't mean to sound like I'm giving myself a compliment, but like there's something hey. about our chemistry mm-hmm. together that just really works. It's Kismet. Um, <laughs> there, we go. there we go. Yeah. So, so like, so, as you said, so, so many of my favorite flow-mo moments are just a look. Or, or <laughs> like that one, as you say, where Loretta goes very provocative and she pulls down her coat and I sort of look at her. Like I, so many of my favorite ones are just those moments or, or mm-hmm. where we're doing a terrible job of trying to stay cool while Nathan is asking where Elizabeth is. And we're like, yes, oh no, no. Yes. like and we're just such bad actors, like in, in the scene where yeah, actors, you know, you got what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the so actors are bad actors. Yeah, yeah I, I can't say I have a specific favorite Flomo one because, but they're all the all the ones I like the most are just those little moments, you know. Mm-hmm. That, uh-huh. that yeah, we're comedic relief, you know. So yes, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, you guys do play off of each other so well. Oh, it's amazing the way you guys play off each mm-hmm. other. I mean, why do you think you've been shipped? Thank you know, you, right? <laughs> yeah. And also, like you probably already know this, but like I adore Loretta in real life. I, she's just oh, such yeah. an absolute gem of a woman. Mm-hmm. So it, it, our friendship is so genuine that it's just so fun to we just pick it. You know, yeah. every every time we we show up, you know, we 
you drive there early, you get all gussied up and you meet on set and you're like, hey, here we go again. You just throw, you, you slip into their shoes and then boom, there's Molly and Florence. It's so, it's so natural for us. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So we've seen Molly in several occupations, not yes. to mention she's <laughs> just starting, she's just starting to get started with the telephone. Yes. It, and that's, you know, we've got housekeeper, we've got secretary, we've got telephone operator. What do you think as the actress who is creating her, what do you think is her finest skill? What is, what is Molly's finest skill? You know, I am not sure that we've seen it yet. I think Ooh. that I think that storyline might still might still be coming. Um, I mean, obviously, she she I love work. She loves working at the infirmary. I think she 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 fancies herself a very fine organizational uh, skilled skilled organizer organizer um, and constantly ill. Yes, yes. <laughs> a hypochondriac as well. Yes, yes. Um, goodness, that was fun. Um, yeah. But uh, I honestly, I feel like there's going to be something, and I'm and I'm and I'm not just playing coy. Um, I feel like there's something brewing in the next uh, season or so for Molly that's going to be her maybe finding her feet a little bit more professionally in something. Okay. That, yeah, that's maybe more of a like an actual calling for her as opposed to you know it's a small town you take what you can get right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm I feel like John Tinker's just got so many. He's such a, a fountain of creative ideas. I feel like he's got so many ideas in store for all the characters. Um, that I feel like maybe Molly's best step professionally has, is yet to come. Okay. Oh. That's just an instinct. That's an instinct. I, cool. I, I'm not playing coy. I just feel like John's going to, going to come up with some interesting idea there. Yeah. Well, you would know. Yeah. <laughs> we look forward to that. Thank you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so in general, do you have any fun or funny behind the scenes moments um, or stories that you can share? Maybe like some cutting up or, shenanigans or whatnot as you you might as you probably likely know several of the cast members are um are are very fine singers um and and musicians and so there has been a few times um you know late or where where all of the cat those big scenes with all the cast are there and Mm -hmm. I always feel so sorry for the hair and makeup team because they've got so they're they're running ragged run ragged that day but you know it'll be it'll be late at night and we're trying to get our day done and it's something it'll always be inevitably something in the green room where you know either Ben starts it or or Paul starts it or you know and then everybody just joins in and before you know it they're doing some fabulous song from you know some Broadway musical that that they all (laughs) that they all know very well like just yeah, just delightful. I'm gonna have to make more of a point of whipping up my phone when those happen. Um, yes, please. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes my phone isn't handy, and I'm always just like, oh darn it. Um, yeah. I, you'll, re- you'll recall that one thing I posted. Maybe you, I can't. I can't recall what year that was, but I did post a little clip of of Paul doing a lovely version of. Um, uh, hallelujah on the piano and we and the, some of the ladies were just sitting around it was our de facto green room that day and and some of the ladies were sitting around and joined in and I got a clip of that so that that was really fun but yeah it's mostly mostly it tends to be everybody breaking out into some Broadway musical song and, you know <laughs> you know jazz handing down Bob Fosse jazz handing down Main Street or something it's yeah the cast really are such great people and they're all so funny yeah. So, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll inevitably be, you know, two in the morning and we're all talking shop or, you know, talking about our worst auditions or, you know, <laughs> horrible filming experiences and just roaring with laughter, you know. So. One other thing about future seasons is you've kind of maybe 
hinted a bit about. Um, we know everything's under lock and key for season eight, so we're not going <laughs> to dig for spoilers or anything. But when we talked to Brian Bird last fall around um, August, September-ish, when we were launching the podcast, we did squeeze out five words Ooh. from him that describes season eight. Um, it's kind of a sketchy answer, but he, <laughs> he said, no more cagey, just truth. So cagey just that is very cryptic. Yeah, it is very cryptic. It's very cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> but from your perspective, how would you describe season eight in five words? And it can be a sentence or it can be five adjectives. Oh wow. So. Pressure, pressure, so much pressure. Okay. <laughs> She's counting. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, I was. You caught me there. Okay. 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 Just chat amongst yourselves. Just give me a minute. Um, I mean, if you want to throw a bonus the in there, that's okay. Yeah. We'll let, we'll let you do we'll let it slide. Yeah, the phrase that keeps coming to me is the heart of the community. And for, for me, and I don't, I don't know if it was just the particular storylines that I was involved in, but for me, the town as an ensemble really felt present for me this season. So oh, like really the heart okay. of the community, the heart of Hope Valley of, cause you know, um, and, and it's been wonderful, but there, you know, some seasons have really been focusing on, you know, one particular story. And I mean, there's mm -hmm. definitely main storylines that are being focused on, but I really feel like you got a sense of the whole town this season. Does that make sense? Like yeah, the whole yes. community. Yeah. The, and, but the emphasis on the word community. Mm -hmm. Like I really felt like viewers are really going to feel like they're a part of the a Hope Valley community this season. I mean, I know they've always felt like that, mm -hmm. but I feel mm -hmm. like, which is one of my favorite things about the show, but I feel like that just sort of got heightened this season. That, oh, yeah. that's yeah. really good. And that makes yeah. me feel really, really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, th I think I speak for Cammy and I both, but my favorite moments of when calls the heart through these last seven seasons that I've seen, it's the community. It's those group um, moments, whether it's just the ladies or just the guys or everybody together. Those are just, those have become really special and it's Agreed. just fun they to have. see everybody to together and having a grand old time or coming yeah. together to support each other yeah. through hard times. Like those have always been my top favorites. So I agreed. And also just like, you know, in a small town, people, people would be very intermingled in each other's lives. You know, it's not mm -hmm. like these people yeah. only ever interact with these people or these people over. I feel like the, the sense of, of how a community would actually function, uh, you know, the give and take of the, the, the dynamic, you know, on main mm -hmm. street of, mm -hmm. of, of people coming and going, I feel like that's very present this season. I don't think it's just my imagination. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I feel like the fans have always really loved that. So I yeah. feel like they're going to enjoy that. Yeah. Do we get to see Molly at the phone at the telephone several times? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe. 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 <laughs> now we did hear something from straight from Jack Wagner's mouth. <laughs> I hear he mentioned something about a redhead. 
just a little something about our redhead and yeah, I don't well, think he's talking about me you know <laughs> given that there's only a small handful of us that does increase the you know the the statistical possibility of it being something to do with Molly I mean if you just do the math right <laughs> Yeah. I just I'm looking forward to the two of you being in more scenes together because that, yeah. mm-hmm. that is gonna be something to see I I, <laughs> I love I really enjoy uh you, you know Jack's the character um you know Bill Avery uh and I just love that he's crotchety I love that I love that he's a wonderful <laughs> mix of, of you know of salty and and, and kind um, it's yeah. a, it's a really delightful mix, and and it's such a pleasure to be able to act, you know, in scenes with him. I really enjoy working with him. Um, but yeah, they're just they're they're just having a great time playing this season. They're just they're playing and they're winding each other up. It's it's actually really oh, fun. To watch. Oh, that's so <laughs> fun! This is gonna be fun. Yeah, it's really, it's really fun. It's a really delightful mm. season for yeah. so many reasons. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. boy. How many days? <laughs> right? Yeah. How many sleeps? Let's get there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like we're counting down to Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. But again, I feel like that idea of of you know friendship, whether or not romance blooms from it or not, is is something that's really fun to play mm. with, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So so that's kind of, you know, Jack and I are definitely having a a, a fun time just um you know, giving each other a hard time as characters, mm-hmm. just, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. You didn't okay. hide another compass, did you? I, mercifully, <laughs> I did not. I wasn't that, I'm not, Molly's not cruel. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching and I just went, oh, come on, Molly, really? You know? <laughs> just really? I know. Yeah. It's like and technicalities. I mean, yeah. And Bill's just like, <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> so what's one thing you'd like to see molly do in a future season i mean she's kind of done a lot she's yeah. done a lot <laughs> yeah um i'd say it would be fun to see molly i don't know maybe in some some i mean i have nothing to base this on but maybe more some part I don't I don't want to say leadership because that gives me that gives the impression of something mayoral or something and I'm not I'm not talking about that I just mean mm-hmm. it would be fun to see Molly maybe um doing I think maybe something I'm just I'm just this just came to me but maybe something for around female empowerment like oh, um yeah. you know, like something Taking in charge of a situation or yes something? yes mm-hmm. like but I mean or 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 you know coming up with some some leadership position for young women or mm-hmm. you know something in something in the world of yeah, I mean you get to a certain age and you know you want to you want to give back to the community so maybe it, it might be fun to see her sort of start up an organization that was you know, about helping, you know, young women with something, you know, I, yeah. I don't know, I just feel like that. I think, I think that would be a fun, something that hasn't been explored for Molly in, in that kind of a leadership position. I mean, in, in the community, just something that she's passionate about, yeah. about bringing yeah. to the community. That would be fun. Yeah, that yeah. would be fun. Yeah, it yeah. would be. Yeah. All right. If you could have anyone of your choice come on as a guest star, oh. who would you choose? 
Oh, goodness. Well, I'm allowed to say this because I, I, she's been seen in a teaser or a promo or something, but one of my, one of my uh, wish, wishes has already been fulfilled was that um, Carol Rothery. Um, oh, had- yes. So I know that that, that little cat's mm-hmm. just a tiny bit out of the bag, but she, she, she makes an appearance and I think, I think very highly of her as an mm-hmm. actress and as a human. So that was really uh, delightful. Um, I remember her, we were in an acting class together years ago. And I remember as a younger, she, she's a little bit older than me as a younger woman. I just remember being so, um, she was like goals to me as an actress. I thought she was so talented. Um, so it's been really lovely to, to, you know, to see her career over whatever mm-hmm. it's been 30 years or something. So, yeah. Um, but gosh, you know, it would be really fun. Are you talking like stars or just, or lo- locals or anyone, anyone, anybody, anybody, anyone, anybody. Gosh, if you if you could have anybody of your choice, come on, who would you pick? Wow. And if you wanted to pick somebody local and a really, really huge star, go for it. You know? Yeah. OK, so, so local, I local, I think Lisa DeRue, who's a. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. you know, mm-hmm. she, she's on um, the the uh, the um, gosh, uh, the baking, the. <laughs> I was on one of them, the, the plum. Murder, she baked. Thank you. Baked. Baking. Murder, she baked. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I was, I was, plum was stuck in my mind because that was the one I was on. Um, as you know, she's a, one of the, the key players in that. And I think mm-hmm. she's so good in that. And I think she's so funny as her sister. Um, and I just think Lisa's a, a delight. <laughs> I think she's such an extraordinary comedic actress. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she is. Yeah. She's she really, so funny. She, mm-hmm. She's so good. Mm-hmm. Every time I see her, I'm just like, gosh, you're so good. Like, I just, I just never get over <laughs> Yeah. I'm, never get over how good she is um so I think she I think her in a comedic role on Hope Valley would be absolutely delightful um and then gosh as is for superstars I mean I am I don't I I I think she's probably outside of our budget in fact I'm entirely sure she is but I just I love Kate Blanchett so much uh that I think I think she'd be a pretty pretty powerful force in Hope Valley so Mm -hmm. that would be yeah Yeah, she would yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs) all right well our final segment is Rosemary's rapid fire questions oh so it's Yes, it's yeah. a Hardy's Hotline version of Teen Beat. Okay. Kind of just okay. the 60 Whatever. second rapid. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, I'll do some stretching. I'll do some stretching. All right. Okay. <laughs> Get those yeah. muscles yeah, ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number one Your favorite set location on Wine Calls the Heart? Oh, 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 oh. Well, it, it's, it no longer exists, but I, I have to say that the mine, I think the mine from an art direction oh. point of view was absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Outside of your own character, which character would you like to play for a day? Oh, Florence. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Totally. You and Loretta can swap for a day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Like a a Freaky Friday thing? (laughs) That would be great. Switching of name tags at work, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you still be Florence. What modern convenience would you take back to 1910 if you could? Oh, well, I mean, let's be obvious, honest. I mean, I think, uh, I think plumbing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's kind yeah. of important. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, would you as yourself um, rather eat at the saloon or Abigail's cafe? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. 
uh, oof. I think I, uh, I, I have to say the saloon only because Gustav's accent kills me. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> kills me. That's good. <laughs> the guy who plays that character, he just kills me with his French accent. So if I could eat, you know, French onion soup and listen to that accent, I mean, that would be a good time. So it's, <laughs> it's less about the food. I think the food in both places is fantastic. But Gustav's accent, he deserves a shout out there. It takes it up a notch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who in Hope Valley would you, Johanna, would, who would you rather work for or with? Would you rather work for... Gowan in the petroleum company, Lee in the lumber mill, Lucas in the saloon, Yost in the mercantile, Florence on the phone, or in Dottie's dress shop. Oh. Or anybody we have. Me, mentioned. Johanna. Me, Johanna. <laughs> yes. Me, yeah, me. you, Johanna. Yes. Oh, well, I am, I am a clothes horse, so it would have to be Dottie's. I love fashion. I love pretty <laughs> things that sparkle. I love jewelry. I love fabric. I love fashion. I love, yes, Dottie's 100%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> so regarding your castmates, these, these next questions are all regarding your castmates. Who okay. is most likely to play a prank? A prank. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh oh 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 i want to say ben question mark <laughs> oh okay <laughs> like in the nicest possible way yeah yeah sure has he done anything specific to no i just feel like he's clever and and funny enough and creative enough mm-hmm. and sweet enough that he'd come up with the best i just think he'd come up with a great prank if anybody was going to do a prank it would be him and it would be really cute <laughs> <laughs> Ben is absolutely delightful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's we, what we yeah, hear. We've had I've had some interaction with him and he's just he he's yeah. marvelous. He's an yeah. absolute yeah. 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 Um you've kind of answered this a little bit, but who is uh most likely to burst out into random song or dance between takes? I that would have to be Paul Green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who is most likely to be found at Crafty? Me. <laughs> I love snacks. I just do. I, yeah. I love them. Yep. Unapologetically filling her her puffy coat, her her, her set coat with with whatever. And, little and, munchies. And, 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 and. Yeah. I'm unapologetic about my love of snacking. Yeah. Uh, who is most likely to laugh or cry at inappropriate time during filming? Oh, goodness, laugh or cry. Oh, well, we all know, and Pascal has been very forthcoming about it. I've, I've never seen her cry, but I have seen her uh, lose it. Um, it's, it's, late one, it's late at night. She's been <laughs> acting her face off, poor girl, with you know ten, 10 pages of dialogue. And then right. something, something will strike her funny bone, and, and it, that's it. It's just giggling for, 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 for days. It's so funny. It's so, so cute and so funny when it happens. Something just hits her funny bone and then she just, she can't stop giggling. It's really cute. <laughs> that is hysterical. That is so funny. We did hear from um, one of the behind the scenes stories about the bridal shower. Yes. How that was all filmed at night and everybody yeah. was just like. Loopy. Little yes. loopy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she's hilarious. I mean, as you know, she's a fabulous actress and, and hilarious. Yeah. And so sometimes you just put a late night and everybody getting punchy together and it just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, 
the the bus the train just flies off the tracks sometimes, but in the most delightful way. Yeah. Who is most likely to be the mother or father hen of the group? Oh goodness. Um I'd say probably Loretta and I probably together because I think we're sort of the elder stateswoman woman of the group. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we know we're and we're moms. Um, you know, Andrea is is newly a mom, but mm-hmm. there's something about yeah. just having an you know a, a woman of a certain age who's a mother. I mean, I think we both have sort of very maternal tendencies, and you know, we worry sure. about people and yeah. yeah. So I, I'd say probably Loretta and I. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that fits. Yeah, it, fits. Yeah. it does. I mean, but Aaron, you know, Aaron, Aaron's, you know, the mother hen of us all. So mm. I definitely would have to give her a shout out that, you know, if you ever, you know, if you ever need anything or have a concern or anything, she's the first to, mm. to be there for people. So, yeah. yeah. So we've heard. Yeah. yeah. No, she's wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. So she's the ultimate mother hen, but we're the, like, we're the, <laughs> we're yeah. the wing, we're the wing, wing hens. <laughs> <laughs> all right so last last one um if you and your castmates and you don't have to name all of them because there's a lot of you um just (laughs) a few (laughs) but if you and your castmates were stuck on an island gilligan style what would each person be doing oh wow oh that's funny oh gosh okay uh Mm, i think uh lee would be trying to build us a structure um <laughs> Lucas would be trying to make it attractive, the structure attractive. Okay. <laughs> Embellishments. He would be, you know, adding curtains. Um and, <laughs> you know, chandeliers. Um and um who would be somebody would be who would be getting the food? I feel like I feel like Carson and Faith would be good at hunting and gathering together. I feel like that would go well. Okay. I I feel like um Loretta and Molly would be good at maybe gathering firewood and building fires. <laughs> um, uh, Rosemary would definitely um, sing to keep us all entertained. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what would what would Ben be doing? Um, Ben would be yeah. Ben would be fishing. He would get us some fish. I think he oh. would be a good fisher person. I don't know. Food's why. important. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, yeah. 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 Protein. Um, protein. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I feel like Elizabeth would be sending out SOS signals. She'd be trying to get us rescued. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And Nathan would just be sitting around looking handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> as, one, as one does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Johanna, I cannot tell you what a thrill and a delight this has been. Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast and for being our very first guest who has been there since the pilot. This My absolute pleasure. And, uh, you know, we're n- none of us are getting out much these days, so I'm, I'm definitely starved for human contact. So this has been <laughs> this has been really, really fun. Thank you so much, ladies. I've really enjoyed it. Well, that. horrible sacrifice, but call us anytime. <laughs> <you know? laughs> And uh, all the best with your beautiful families. It was lovely to get to know a little bit about you folks. Yes, you you too. too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, thank you. All the best. See you on screen soon. 
<laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>